0: So second Kings the second chapter beginning at verse one And it came to pass when the Lord would take up Elijah into heaven by a whirlwind that Elijah went with Elisha from Gilgal. And Elijah said unto Elisha, Tarry here, I pray thee, for the Lord hath sent me to Bethel. And Elisha said unto him, As the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave. Thee, so they went down to Bethel. And the sons of the prophets that were at Bethel came forth to Elisha and said unto him, Knowest thou that the Lord will take away thy master from thy head today? He said, Yea, I know it. Hold ye your peace. And Elijah said unto him, Elisha, tarry here, I pray thee, for the Lord hath sent me to Jericho. And he said, As The Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. So they came to Jericho. And the sons of the prophets that were at Jericho came to Elisha and said unto him, Knowest thou that the Lord will take away thy master from thy head today? And he answered, Yea, I know it. Hold your peace. And Elijah said unto him, Tarry, I pray thee here, for the Lord has sent me to Jordan. And he said, As the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. And they too went on. And fifty men of the sons of the prophets went and stood to view afar off, and they two stood by Jordan. And Elijah took his mantle and wrapped it together and smote the waters, and they were divided hither and thither, so that they two went over on dry ground. And it came to pass, when they were gone over, And it came to pass as they went on and talked that behold there appeared a chariot of fire and horses of fire and parted them both asunder and Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. And Elisha saw it and he cried, My father, my father, the chariot of Israel and the horsemen thereof. And he saw him no more and he took hold of his own clothes and rent them in two pieces. And he took a Took up also the mantle of Elisha that fell from him, and went back and stood by the bank of Jordan. And he took the mantle of Elijah that fell from him, and smote the waters, and said, Where is the Lord God of Elijah? And when he, had, when he also had smitten the waters, they parted hither and thither, and Elisha went over. When the sons of the prophets which were to view at Jericho saw him, They said, The spirit of Elijah doth rest on Elisha. And they came to meet him and bowed themselves to the ground before him. And that's a lot of reading. I know more than I normally read. Uh, But a lot of encouragement in this Scripture. So if we had a thought or a text... It would be crossing over. And so here was two of the prophets of the Lord. Elijah, and we read where the Lord did great and mighty things in his life. And then Elisha, and the Lord used him in a mighty way. And uh, if you go back and read, we can read where that Elijah went down. And, and that he, the Lord showed him Elisha and but it came time as it does in everybody's life where there's a time that we got to leave this world and uh, seems like just on a personal note uh, just week after week after week i've known folks good folks god's people that's left this world and crossed over and one day if the lord don't come back if he if he Let's time stand. It'll be my turn to cross over too. But uh, we've known many great men and many great women along life's way that's left this world. But I'm here to tell you today, we need to hold fast. We need to hold to the ways of the Lord. We need to lift up His name. And we need to make sure that we leave something. That When we leave this world, folks will want what we have. So, here's the two men, and Elijah makes this statement that he's got to go down to Bethel. And if you remember, Bethel was the place, it was the altar where the saints of God prayed. And Elisha said, I'll, he told Elisha just to tarry there that he had to go to Bethel, and Elisha said, I'll go with you. And so he went down to Bethel with him. And the, and the men of God down there said, Don't you know that the Lord's going to take Elijah from your head today? And he said, Yea, I know. Hold your peace. And he went anyway. And then Elijah, Elijah said, I've got to go down to Jericho. And you tarry here. And Elisha said, I'm going to go with you. And the men down at Jericho don't, said, Don't you know that the Lord's going to take you master from your head today, and he said, I know, I hold ye peace." And then they went down to Jordan, and there was 50 of the men there stood to view to see what Elijah would do. and Elijah took his mantle and smote the waters, and the, and the river Jordan parted, and Elijah and Elisha crossed over on dry ground. And he asked Elisha said, "What would you have me?" that I would give to you before I leave this world. And he said, just give me a double portion of your Spirit. And Elijah said, you've asked a hard thing, but if you'll tarry, if you'll stay with me, if you'll walk with me, when, if you see me leave this world, what you've asked for will be granted. And so they walked stride for stride, footstep for footstep, and there was a, 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 a army of the of the horsemen and the horses that came through and parted them asunder. And Elijah went up and left this world in a whirlwind. And we hear Elisha grieving. And we see that he rents his clothes. And we see that he picks up the mantle of Elijah. And so I want to go back for just a few minutes in some of this that I've covered for you for a little while. And so, if we're going to walk side by side, the first place we need to go is down to Bethel, and we need to pray. And we need to ask God to walk with us and to help us. And then we see. Word that these two men that walked together went down to Jericho. And what's the significance of Jericho? Well, I read where the Lord laid a mighty victory in the children of Israel's hands at Jericho. How that they marched, how that the walls fell, and they went in and took of the spoil. And I'm here to tell you today, it pays to look back during hard times and see where the Lord has brought you through. And see the victory that He's brought in your life. It'll give you courage. It'll give you strength to go on just one more mile for Him. (coughs) And then they go down to Jericho and we read where Elijah takes his mantle and smotes the water and the waters parted and they cross over on dry ground. And and I read one time where Moses led the children of Israel out of Egypt and the the mighty army of Egypt thought that they had the children of Israel pinned in. They thought they would do away with them. 600 of the the finest chariots and horses that Pharaoh had were chasing after them and they were down by the Red Sea and the children of Israel began to worry and fret. They said, you've led us out here. There are no graves for the Israelites in Egypt and you've led us out here to die. We're going to starve. And Moses said, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Stand still. We're living in a hard time. We're living in a day that of discouragement but stand still that don't mean sit down that don't mean stay in your tracks and never do nothing but take a stand and stand for the Lord in this day and age and see what God can do you'll surely see the salvation of the Lord if you'll stand for Him anyway and so we read where the Lord instructs Moses to take his rod and smoke the waters and you Bible readers know that he caused it east wind to come by all night long and it parted the water of the Red Sea and we read where these folks as well crossed the Red Sea on dry ground the ground was so dry that the sand was broken up and loose and sandy how do you know that preacher because with the chariots of Egypt charged in the Lord caused the wheels of the chariots to drain down into sand to fall off and they were not. Are stuck and helpless and totally dependent upon a God that never called on and God destroyed them. But the children of Israel had safe passage. Where were they headed? They were headed to the promised land. Where was Elijah headed? He was headed to the promised land. Where am I going when this life is over? Where the saints that outstripped us have gone when their life is through? They're headed for the we're in the promised land and I won't have to worry when my time comes. I won't have to fret about death. I've got safe passage. The angels we read over in the New Testament about Lazarus and how the angels come and carried him to Abraham's bosom. I don't know. People draw pictures of angels in white robes and grow and golden halos. This says that the horsemen of fire, the chariots of fire, came and separated Elijah and Elisha. I want to say an angel is an angel is an angel, and when it's my time to come, they'll come take me to our eternal home when this life is over I'm going to the land of promise are you have you trusted like Elisha and Elijah have you trusted like Moses or are you going to be helpless in the hands of a God you've never called on like Pharaoh and his men There are times in life that (coughs) that we lose people. And it breaks her heart. I know that. You know that. And so in this story I've read to you today, Elijah says, just tell me, what can I do? I love you boy, just my words. I love you boy, I'd do anything I could do to help you. What can I do to help you before it's my time? And Elisha said, just give me a double portion of your spirit. (laughs) I look back at the folks that I've known personally. Two, as a matter of fact, this week, one last week that had a meek and an humble spirit. The good power of God would come by and tears roll down their face. They loved everybody. So what do I need? What will make my life better? What will make your life better after losing a loved one? To just have that same meek and humble spirit. To have that love that they had in their heart. Give me, I don't need money, I don't need a fine home, I don't need a new car. I need a double portion of the Spirit of the saints of God that i have gone before me. I need to be more humble. I need to love everybody. I need to lift up the name of the Lord. Give me a double portion of that and my life will be better because of it. Just give me a double portion, of your spirit, and then we read Poor Elijah was gone in a whirlwind. Elijah rent his clothes; he's just like me and you. You know what that was a symbol of? Is a symbol to show that his heart was broken. We've all experienced it, and then he picked up the mantle of Elijah. And he walked back down to Jordan. And he took the mantle. And he spoke the waters and said, where is? The God of Elijah. Our folks may have been swept away in a whirlwind. Our folks may have been carried by angels to Abraham's bosom. Our folks may have slipped out of this world and went to a place of rest. But I'm glad we've got a God that said He'd never leave us. He'd never forsake us. We may have lost our loved ones. But we still got a Savior that'll be by our side every day. Every night in the midnight hour, the wee hours of the morning, when our heart is broken, when tears wet our pillow, we've got somebody that'll go with us all the way, even to the end of the world. Where is the Lord God of Elijah? I know where he's at. I serve a risen Savior. He's in the world today. He lives, he lives. He lives within my heart. Oh Fred. Elisha took the mantle and smote the waters with all the love he had in his heart. With a spirit that saved spirit oh, I've got to get this. <laughs> that saved spirit that Elijah had. You heard me talk about great men that I've known a long life's way, preachers that stood of old, Brother Burl Ice and Brother Bill Crowder, many different ones. And I could go back. being and I are still living. Brother Terry Green, different ones that I know of. And they stood and they sweat. I remember Brother Mike Potter and he would preach and fold in the mouth and people would think that was odd and peculiar. But he loved you with all his heart and he preached with a spirit that was undeniable. I'm here to tell you today, we don't need anything new. You don't need me to speak quietly and smile at you and never acknowledge our sin. We don't need anybody that that puts on a show with smoke and mirrors and stage lights. What we need is a double portion of the saints of God because that's going to create that's going to create condemnation in the heart of our sinner men and women, boys and girls. because I've got news for you. Let me get this. I once was young and, then I, and now I'm old and I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread. That was David that said that. He lived hundreds, thousands of years ago. And I can mimic those same words. I've been in church all my life. I've seen churches... Reach, them, reach the mountaintop and celebrate the victory. And I've seen them way down low in the valley, but I've never seen the righteous forsaken. People may walk away. Our folks may walk away. But the Lord said He'd be with us. We used to sing this song, He'll hold to my hand. Aren't you glad that you have somebody with you? Time may separate us. Circumstances may separate us. Death may separate us. But it's just temporary. We're going to the promised land. We're going to cross over one day after a while and be in our eternal home. our Savior. I believe the Bible said Jesus spoke these words. I'll go with you all way even to the end of the world. That's not all there is. I'm going farther than that with him. I'm going to live with him when this life is over and those saints that outstripped us. I'm sure Elisha's heart was broken. I'm sure there were days every day no doubt that he wished he could spend just a few more minutes with Elijah. He He's willing today. And I'm going to go to be with my loved ones because I trusted on the Lord Jesus Christ as my Savior. You're going to get to go not because your folks were good, not because that they were church members, but because they trusted Jesus. And if you see them again, you'll have to trust Him as well. I'm going to close here in just a second. I don't remember a time in my life when my dad was not involved in church. He was a deacon. All my life, led singing for years and years and years, taught Sunday school. My mother was a deacon's wife, helped with everything in the church. We were there every time the church doors were open. And if I had put my trust in that alone, I would have died and gone to hell. But there came a time in my life. I loved my folks, I loved my grandparents, good, godly people that went to church. And I missed each one of them as they left this world. But if I'd have put my trust in their service, I'd have died and gone to hell. But there came a time in my life. When I listened to an old-time preacher bad a little Sunday school teacher that loved me, the church that wrapped their arms around me, and I learned that I was lost and undone without the Lord. I learned that the only way I could get from earth to glory was through the saving grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, And I had to personally, myself, no one else could do it for me, ask the, the Lord, and He saved my soul through His wonderful grace. It wasn't because I deserved it. It wasn't because He knew I'd make a preacher. It wasn't because I gave a great deal of money in the treasury. It wasn't because of my dedication. It was because I was a sinner, lost and undone, and He loved me. He loved you today. He made a home in heaven for everybody, not just good people, for the meanest men that ever walked the face of the earth. He's got a place for all their glory. He will forgive them if they'll ask him for salvation. When it comes your time, will you be able to cross over? When it comes your time, will you have safe passes? Let me cover this. I believe the Bible said, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. How we get there, we cross over. If it were not so, I would have told you. i Go away to prepare a place for you. And if I go away, I will come again and receive you into myself. That where I am, there you may be also. I know I'll cross over safely because I've got a guide that's going to lead me home. His name is Jesus. The angel said, "John." Who are these? He said, Lord, thou knowest. The angel said, these are they. Having come up through great trials and tribulations, having their robes washed white in the blood of the Lamb. And they worship Him. Day, They worship Him. They said, no tears would be in their eyes. Forever and ever. And ever They came up through great trials They had great, great tribulations But they made it To the promised land When they had When it came time to cross over I've seen folks Godly folks Arthritis, eat them up Cancer, eat them up Heart disease, eat them up This virus, eat them up but when they cross over, they get a glorified body. When they cross over, there'll be no more pain, no more heartache, no more death. When they cross over, they'll be able to run to the feet of Jesus and say thank you for saving a wretch like me. When they cross over, they'll be able to worship and praise Him for eternity. Here we have a service. Sometimes it may last an hour, an hour and a half, two hours. Three hours back if there they'll be no more time. We'll worship him forever and ever. We'll never grow tired. They'll never do what else they'll not be in heaven. They'll not be a bed because we'll need no rest. We'll have a glorified body. The sun will always shine and we'll praise him forever and ever. Apostle Paul said this. For me to be with Christ is great gain. He said, if I, if I go to be with Christ or if I am here, he said, I am the Lord's. I opened my eyes this morning. I knew there was a possibility of some bad weather. I thought, I'll take it easy. But the Lord knew somebody needed the gospel today. So He sent you my way. And He sent me your way. It's not. Look, it's not happenstance that you're watching this, that you're listening in. God knew you needed some encouragement. So hold on. You know how many years... The children of Israel languish down in Egypt. The Bible doesn't say we read about the plagues, but we really don't get a time frame for how many days, weeks, years all that took place in. I don't know when my time will come to cross. I don't know when our time will come to cross. The Bible says no man knoweth the hour nor the day that the Son of Man cometh. But I do know He's coming. He made me a promise. He keeps His. A man may make you a promise. A woman may make you a promise and end up coming short on it. The Lord don't do that. He keeps all His. He keeps all His children too. He's not forgotten you. He's not walked away from you. You've walked away from Him. All you've got to do is just call on Him with a broken heart. He's near to you. Friend, Job said, all the days of my life will I wait for my change to come. My change cometh from the Lord. Job chapter 14 talks about an appointed time for man to die. We've all got that appointment coming up. You can't call and change it. You can't put it off. You can't avoid it. When your appointment comes and God calls your name, you will cross. There's an old song that says, After I leave for worlds unknown, over the borderline, will I be missed by those I love? What will I leave behind. I want to leave people that will follow. On over into glory. I want to leave a testimony. That God is good. I want to leave something. That makes people want to go where I'm going. We're going across. My day may be today. It may be tomorrow. Or we may look up. And the Lord come back. Call us all home. But we're going to cross over. Israel made it to the promised land. Elijah made it to the promised land. And one day the Lord will call our name. Let me leave you with this. You remember Stephen? He preached the word of God to the Pharisees and the religious crowd. And they rejected it, and they stoned him. And while the stones were being hurled, maybe causing bruises, possibly breaking bones, hitting him in the head, in the chest, in the arms, in the legs, he looked up. He said, I see the Son of God standing At the right hand. One day we'll look up and there he'll be. He'll be calling us. To cross on over. I don't know when the day will be. If he give me this day. He's got something for me to do today. To be a help to somebody. But one day I'll have that day. And you will too. So until that day comes. Let's praise the Lord. Until that day comes, let's give him glory because this world's full of enough bad news. It needs to know that there's something still good in 2021 and it's the Lord Jesus Christ. I love you. God bless you.